I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Thursday, January 11th. Hope you're having a great day. We are glad to be with you on the winning side. We welcome those listening by way of radio, uh, those on the radio app, and those on the podcast today. Thank you for joining us. And those who are watching on Facebook or YouTube, uh, we are glad to have you with us on this Thursday. Uh, We had a great service last night. We had our prayer meeting, our Bible study, our teens had their service, our master clubs, and uh, it was a wonderful service. And I thank God for these uh, these days in 2024 that we can come and we can gather together and we can worship the Lord and sing praises and have prayer and uh, study the Word of God. You know, the Bible command is given to us. A study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the Word of truth. And that is a command we are to study and we are to rightly divide God's Word and to understand it and uh, to memorize it, to meditate upon it. Uh, there is a command uh, for us to preach the Word, and there is a certainly a, a command for us to receive the Word. And uh, I can't think of a better place to do it than at church, the place that God has chosen, His house, uh, the place that Jesus said, Uh, that he gave his life for the church. And uh, I thank God for the church. We had a good service last night. We're looking forward to a great week. Uh, for the remainder of this week. And then Sunday will be a great day. I hope you plan to be in your place uh, Sunday morning. Uh, of course, Sunday school. And then Sunday night, we have a guest a missionary that will be sharing a presentation Sunday night. We're looking forward to a wonderful time together. And then we're just a little over a week away from our Sunday with Brother Bruce Fry on January the 21st. And we're looking forward to that for sure. A happy anniversary today to uh, Brother Jamie and Miss Jamie Elliott. I hope you folks have a wonderful uh, anniversary and we thank the Lord for you and your girls. You are a blessing. Uh, Let's pray today for our church. Uh, Pray for our school. Let's pray for our missionaries. Uh, Pray for all of our ministries and our members. Let's pray for our country. And uh, I'd ask you to pray for our radio station. Pray that God would continue to bless and uh, to use uh, this radio station, WVFE. 95.9 FM, Voice for Victory Radio. And uh, we thank the Lord for all He has done, uh, but we're praying that God will continue to use this radio station in a great way. We're going to go to a song uh, at this time, and right after the song, we will get into our Bible study uh, on the life of Jeremiah. God's people today are gathering Watch for His appearing The saints are getting ready For their final journey home They made their reservation They met the Lord at Calvary Their sins were washed as white as snow Beneath the crimson flow And now there's no condemnation my 
Jesus' blood took care of it. Oh, God signed my pardon that day at Calvary. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. The time is drawing nearer. Oh, sinner, please don't linger. Heaven's gates are open, and Jesus is almost here. The saved will soon be leaving, and I know I'm in that number. The Savior's blood has cleansed me. Praise God, I'm saved by grace, and now there's no condemnation. Jesus' blood took care of it. Oh, God signed my pardon that day at Calvary. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. And now there's no condemnation. My Jesus' blood took care of it. Oh, God signed my pardon that day at Calvary. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Whom the Son sets free is free for that. I hope you enjoyed that great song. Jeremiah was a prophet. Of course, we know him as the weeping prophet. Uh, he prophesied to the nation of Judah. Now, remember, we said well, a little over a week ago that the northern kingdom, Israel, had already gone into Assyrian captivity, but the southern kingdom of Judah was uh, still, they were free. They were self-governing. And uh, the southern kingdom had some good kings and God did some great things there. But when Je Jeremiah was born, um, he was born into a time of a good king or the or close to, I should say, the time of a good king because Josiah, who was a contemporary with Jeremiah, Josiah began to reign when he was eight years old. Uh, when he was 16, he began to seek the Lord. Uh, Jeremiah started preaching around the time that Josiah was 20, 21 years old. Jeremiah would have been about that same age as a young preacher, 20, 21 as a prophet. And so Jeremiah uh, had a great burden for his country. He got to see some of the best days in his early ministry. But then towards the end of his ministry, he saw a nation fall apart. He saw a nation destroyed. He saw a nation crumbling. And so we said that Jeremiah, throughout his entire ministry, 50 years plus, he was a man of compassion. I hope you and I have that kind of compassion. But then secondly, we looked at Jeremiah's country, uh, the nation of Judah, the kings uh, under which Jeremiah prophesied and delivered the messages. It was Josiah. It was Jehoahaz, uh, Jehoiakim, Jehoiachin, and then Zedekiah. And, and it just it got, it went downhill fast after Josiah. But Jeremiah still loved his country. And we were yesterday we were talking about some of the, the overviews, uh, some of the takeaways that we can get 
from Josiah and Jeremiah and this time frame in the nation of Judah. Number one, we said yesterday, make the decision to live for God as soon as possible. If you're not living for God today, then make the decision today to get right. Don't put it off till tomorrow. Don't put it off till Sunday. Don't put it off till next week or next month or next year. Or if you're a young person, say, well, when I'm 16, I'll start living for God. No, no, the time is now. Uh, When I'm 18 or when I'm 21 or when I'm uh, 25 or when I, no, no, no. Today is the day. Don't put it off. Make the decision to live for God as soon as possible. Secondly, we said that outward reformation is not the same as inward transformation. Remember when Josiah, we said he was purging the temple and he was trying to institute reforms throughout Judah. But it took a long time till it finally, uh, finally solidified, till it actually happened. People uh, fought against the change. But here's what, here's what we said. When there's a change of heart, there will be a change of life. Just because there is a change of life does not always mean there is a change of heart. And here's what I mean. If somebody comes into work tomorrow and they're always a jerk and they come in tomorrow and they're acting nice, well, praise God, that's wonderful. Maybe it's a change of heart or maybe it's just a change of life, (laughs) especially in January, right? It could just be a New Year's resolution that's uh, an outward change. But we're asking God to do a work on the inside because if it's on the inside, it's going to come out. And if it's on the inside, it's going to be real. So we said outward reformation is not the same as inward transformation. But then thirdly, I'd like to give you this thought, and that is this, that the Word of God can change a life, a home, a church, and a country. That's exactly what happened in Judah. It was the Word of God that made the change. Remember we said that Jeremiah instituted the reforms, but it was not until the Word of God was found in the temple, that's when things really changed. That's when things really were fixed. And you know, the only thing that can fix our country, the only thing that can fix our our family or our home, the only thing that can fix your life, the only thing that can, can really truly fix a church is we must have the Word of God. The Bible is the answer. The Bible is our power. The Bible is our authority. The Bible is our confidence. If God said it, then that settles it. The Word of God is powerful. And I want to ask you, I know we've been talking a lot about it uh, these first uh, few services here in January and really the end of December, but are you reading the Bible? Are you spending time in the Bible? Are you meditating upon the scriptures? I'm not just talking about reading a few uh, verses or chapters just to say you did it and you're not even thinking about it, but you got to get in the word and let the word get in you. The Bible is the answer. And so we see the word of God does have the power to change you. It has the power to change me. It has the power to change anybody. And that was certainly evident in the reign of Josiah. Hebrews 4.12 The Word of God is quick. That means it's alive. It is quick and powerful, and it is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and it's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Did did you catch that verse? The Bible does not make the changes on the outside. The Bible goes straight for the inside. It goes straight for the heart, and the Bible has the answer. The Bible is the answer. Number four, let me give you another thought quickly as we have seen the life of Josiah specifically. Josiah did so much for God. 
Uh, he became king at the age of eight. At the age of 16, uh, he began to seek the Lord. He's the one that instituted the major reforms in the temple. He's the one that, uh, that put on the, the most magnificent Passover that the nation of Israel had ever seen up to that point, uh, and the nation of Israel has ever seen. Josiah did all of those things, but somehow, somewhere in his life, he got to a point where he thought that he knew better than God. Now, hang on, time out. That could happen to any of us. If that could happen to King Josiah, a man that sought the Lord, a man uh, who, who sought uh, the, the word of God and to do things the right way for so long, if that could happen to him, that could happen to us. Second Chronicles 35 verses 20 through 25. I won't take the time to read those verses. I'd encourage you to look them up. I mentioned it the other day, but Josiah was wanting to go out to battle against Pharaoh Necho, the king of Egypt. And a, a prophet came and warned him and said, don't meddle with this. He said, don't meddle with God. This is God's doing this over here. This is something that God's taking care of. Don't get involved. It's not your business. It's not your fight. And for whatever reason, we don't know. But Josiah decided he was going to go anyway. He was going to try to fight, and he was killed as a result of that. Uh, how sad. Uh, maybe Josiah just did not believe the warning was from God. But can I tell you this? We don't have that excuse because we know we have the warnings from God. We know we have the message from God. We have the Bible. Uh, back in Old Testament times, they had to be a little more discerning. Was, is this prophet from God or not? Is this message from God or not? But I'm glad to tell you today, friend, when you read the Bible, you can know with confidence and you can know with assurance that you have the Word of God. We have a Bible and the Bible gives us warning. Remember 2 Timothy chapter 4 and uh, verse number, uh, excuse me, 2, Tim 2 Timothy 3 verse number 16. All Scripture, right? Every bit of it, the whole Bible, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. It is God-breathed, and it is profitable. Yeah, it is helpful. It is beneficial. It is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. That means that this book right here, it's going to correct us. It is going to reprove us. It's going to point out things in our lives that are not right. You say, well, the Bible's never done that for me. Well, you're obviously not reading it then because we are sinners and the Word of God is a perfect, holy book. And as we read the Bible, it says we are looking into the perfect law of liberty as if we're looking into a mirror. And the Bible shows us things about our lives that are not right. You know, when you look at the mirror in the morning and you say, uh oh, I need to take care of that. I need to brush those teeth. I need to shave that face. I need to comb the hair, whatever it is. And the mirror points it out. The mirror doesn't lie, right? Well, the Bible does not lie. The Bible shows us the things in our lives spiritually that need to be corrected. And friend, when we are corrected by the Bible, let's receive that correction. Let's make the changes and let's get our lives right with God. I hope that helps you on this day. I hope you have a wonderful day and we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member? 
or a coworker, we are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.